Okay, everyone, we are ready to get started. If this is your first time here, please introduce yourself to the group. Hello, this is Chimptastic, and you're listening to Naughty by Natty. If you want to know where the banana goes, bend over. Um, okay, this is Tuesday night's virtual sexaholics meeting at the Y. Anyone else? First time? Hey, this is Chimp Self, and you're listening to Naughty by Natty. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, I I think I can help. You see, each Tuesday a new Naughty by Natty podcast comes out. Okay, but I'm not sure that that helps. Oh, it sure does. It's Naughty by Natty, baby. Hey everybody, episode 4, and we're back again with another episode. Today we're going to do story time. Um, I interviewed someone previously, so um, I might sound a little sick because I recorded it back a few weeks ago when I was sick. So uh, yeah, you might hear the difference in my voice. Um, and also, I am going to be thrown in the position of the day and also talking about, um, the Zodiac sex trait today, which is going to be Scorpio, whoop whoop, because my birthday is November 14th. I'm a Scorpio and I actually have quite a few friends that are Scorpios, so what's up to all my Scorpios? All right, so let's get right into it. Sure, my name is Raymundo, and I am a fat-ass prom queen, so. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, that's your boy. So today I wanted to ask you, do you have any juicy stories for us? Funny, sexy time story, though. Probably the funniest one was there was a girl that, like, I had, like, just the stupid crush on for years, dude. This was, like, a five-year chess game. Watching these chumps come into her life and me have to be the fucking friend zone dude about it and coach her through it and, like, come crying to me about, like, like five years of this bullshit, right? And guess what? Your boy finally ends up in there one night. Right? And the whole time I'm like, holy shit, this is going to happen. <laughs> right? Finally. Finally. And you know with me, dude, like I... Like... Giving like going down on a girl is like super duper mandatory for me. Like that, you have to like do that. You have have to be good at it. You got to be good at it, dude. Like that's my favorite restaurant, dude. I own that restaurant. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You own that dish. No, I own the I own the whole franchise. I'm trying to think. Like, how does? How would you put that? Okay, keep going. That's my favorite that's my favorite restaurant to eat at of all time. And <laughs> so um we start off with some foreplay, work our way into some 
So yeah, dude, we started off with some light foreplay and worked our way into some kind of lingo and into some flesh. And the next thing you know, I am, uh, you know, I'm on top missionary, dude. And everything's going great at this point, dude, right? My pump intervals are just on point. My thrust power is just firing on all cylinders. You know what I'm saying? You're getting that nice blop, 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 right? The acoustics in the room are just totally cooperating with the situation. Everything. This is a five-year chess game coming to a beautiful head and uh, it's just it's just wonderful and then the unthinkable happens I get a huge fucking Charlie horse in the center of my gut dude and I jump off of her dude I jump off of her and it's just literally me just (laughs) just moving uncontrollably dude like a toddler having a seizure Yeah, and it ruined the whole moment because every time I tried to get up, like it would just contract, and it was so painful. It was so embarrassing. My boner completely ran away, dude. He ran as far as he could from the entire situation. And uh, what was her reaction? Oh, she thought it was the most hilarious shit she'd ever seen in her life. So she was laughing the whole time. She wasn't she was like, "Are you okay?" Like, no. She are you was having a heart attack? Do you hurt? Like, no. She wasn't even no. like. <laughs> no, not not in the slightest. Well, of course your boner's gonna go away if she's just laughing at you the whole fucking time. No, it wasn't. No, listen, no, no, no. Listen, we would do the thing years later. I'm just saying at the time, <laughs> I got that one back. Don't you worry about that. I got that one back. I'm just saying at the time, this was a five year thing. Here's my moment, right? Yeah. And that happens, and so like it just, just because I don't like to mix pain. So the minute there was pain involved and I'm uncomfortable, like there's no more boner. Did you feel like you had a shit? No, definitely not. No, it just felt, it felt like the dumbest ab workout ever. Like just out of nowhere, dude. Everything was going so good. And just out of nowhere, just, oh, 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 fuck, oh, fuck, oh, shit. It sounds like, like you got off and it felt really good. The way you just, like, no. described that? Hey, you would think. I would have been like, oh, fuck, he's already done? Oh, shit. Cool. No, no. But that's then not what you're like. Dude, I was... <laughs> listen, I'm just, listen, I'm, I'm, I have to keep my volume down. I have to use my inside voices. But no, it was, it was screams of agony, dude. It was painful. And, uh, yeah, she laughed. She was dying laughing, dude. She thought it was the most hysterical thing ever, dude. She just watched me just squirm. <laughs> <laughs> just laughed at me, dude. Just this naked Andy Milanakis lookalike dude just squirming. <laughs> it was a but... Anyway, yeah, that's my story, dude. We're going to have to wrap it up for now, but literally, always wrap it up. Oh, for sure, dude. I always put the helmet on. (laughs) But yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to you again soon and definitely want to have you back sometime in the future. Let's do it, dude. Thanks for having me. For sure. Awesome.
And there you have it, folks. My first sexy time story by the one and only Raimundo. Um, and coming up next, just a short break. And I'm going to plug in my little anchor commercial that you guys usually hear on the other um, beginning of the episode. So here we go. Before I get into reading the stories that were sent to me anonymously, I am going to play a song and it is called Cocaine Cunt by the band PMS. They're from Paris, France, and you can find their music at pmsxmusic.bandcamp.com. So check out these awesome creatures right here. PMS. I hope you guys enjoyed it because I know I enjoyed it when I first heard it and I think it's a really good song. So all right so coming up next I am going to be reading some stories that people have sent me in my email at naughtybynatty at gmail.com and this is probably going to be a segment that I do here and there. Um, so I'm going to be calling this story time. All right. So here we go. This one is from Titty Fucker 6969. One of my craziest times I took five sits of <sighs> One of my craziest times I took five hits of acid at one of my parties. Well, halfway through my trip, I wanted to fuck, so I took my girl to the back room and we started banging. But in the middle of it, she started her rag. I've never been more horrified in my life. I mean, I've banged girls on their rags several times, but on a head full of acid, it's a totally different story. Goddamn. I bet that was scary as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going on through his head, but that is fucking nuts. Yeah, I could, I could totally see where that definitely would freak anybody out uh if they're doing acid all right let's see this would be so much more entertaining if i had somebody here with me so i can get some feedback all right number two story this one is from captain Savaho, and the story is called pussy slapper this person even named the story i like that all right 
I was gearing up for another bang session with the girl I was seeing at the time. We got naked and whatnot and started to do the deed, and it was all going just fine in lame-ass missionary. Thankfully, she stopped and asked for me to get behind her. I was definitely looking forward to taking that pussy to Pound City when I was caught completely off guard as she said, Wait, don't stick it in. Slap my pussy. I thought to myself, well, that's weird as fuck. So I gave it a slap. Once, twice, three times. She says, harder. So I go harder. She moans, harder. And I follow her instructions. It gets to the point that I'm slapping it uncomfortably hard. But she loves it. So I continue and she starts exploding pussy sauce like crazy. At this point, I was definitely down and it was sexy. And that's what changed my mind about slapping a girl in the pussy. I wonder if guys like dick slappings. I guess I'll just search porn hum. Well, goddamn. Pussy slap, dick slap. <laughs> yeah. If you're down, then you're down. Um, I really fucking loved reading that story. Because like, he had the quotations and everything for the girl. So I had to throw in my little sexy voice for it. But yeah, that was a great fucking story. Keep sending them in, guys. That was so fucking awesome. Alright, one last story before we move on. I once went to visit a small town that I had spent a majority of my childhood in. I was of age to drink and can go to the bar, so I met up with some friends and went to one of the only bars in town. I was young and single and looking to mingle. After all of the drinks, not much luck finding anybody. I was interested in talking to a girl that I hardly recalled from my past. She definitely remembered me more than I remembered who she was. This girl didn't have the personality of, or physical features that I usually like. She was a plus-sized dirty blonde that was really pushy and almost desperate to hook up. After several, and I mean several, drinks... I decided what the heck. The friends I was hanging out with were staying right down the street from the bar we were at and if you walked down the back through the sand wash it would lead directly to the trailer we were all hanging out at. We all decided to head back and I brought the girl with me. Everybody went on ahead to the trailer and I had the idea to wait with her while everybody went inside. I brought her out to the sand wash and proceeded to get into some foreplay. We made out a little bit before I told her to lay down, take off her pants, and spread her legs. I started eating her out. After a little while, I put my dick in and I started to fuck her. We had sloppy sex in the sand wash. Unfortunately, it was probably more memorable for her than it was for me. At the time, everything happened so quickly that I hadn't really remembered any details of the situation. The next day, we all split ways and a few of us went out to work. During the workday, I was discussing my encounter with one of my friends. I immediately started remembering something that bothered me more at the moment than it did the night before. I started getting nauseous and feeling like I was going to puke. I even started dry heaving at the thought of it. My friend, laughing his ass off, was asking me what I had thought of that was creating such a reaction. I began to tell him that when I was eating her out, I had to spit out little trunks of toilet paper before continuing to pleasure her. They were little spit-wad-sized balls of toilet paper that were stuck in her crotch that she was unaware of. Now the hangover was only intensifying the disgusting memory. After discussing the matter with a friend and feeling sick to my stomach, I was home later when the girl from the night prior was on the prowl. Apparently she had been looking all over town for me and wanted to hang out and probably hook up again. I would be lying if I said I didn't avoid her like the plague. 
At one point, I asked my friend to lie for me as I hid in the house. After she left, he had asked me if I came in her. I told him that I pulled out and came in the sand, and he said to be careful because she seems like the type of girl that would dig it out of the sand and cram it back up inside her just to keep some sort of tie to me by getting pregnant. I never really saw her again except one time in passing out at out a gas station. Luckily, she didn't see me. I think it is important to note that it wasn't the sickening memory that drove me away from her. I was not ever really interested in developing a relationship with her in the first place. So let that be a lesson to anybody that wants to randomly hook up. Keep your wits about you and double check before you go down on <laughs> go down there from HJ Cruiser. That is a very horrifying story. And it sucks for him, but she obviously had a good time. So good job, dude. You did a great job. Sucking and licking those toilet paper wads out of her vagina. Uh, we all got stories. We all got stories. As promised, here is a little word from our sponsors. Hey, everyone. What's the one thing every artist needs in a recording studio? No, it's not their instrument. It's a phone charger. So let me introduce the newest addition to Cosmic Soup Recording. It's my new OLD phone charger, and it works just like a parking meter. It's only $2.10 per minute, and it secretly downloads all your dick pics while your phone is charging. So come by today and check out my new OLD phone charger. And while you're here, take advantage of my summertime special. Mention this ad and only pay $30 per hour, and that includes mixing and mastering. See you at the soup. The offer is real, but the phone charger is not. And Squared sucks. And we're back for position of the day. So today's position is called couch bombing. When you fill a small Ziploc sandwich bag with Crisco, or your favorite lubricant, and place it between the cushions on the couch. You then proceed to fuck the couch as if it were a woman. But no need to buy it dinner first. And that's the position of the day. So the last two positions of the day were the Scroonicorn and the Angry Dragon. Uh, so yeah. If you don't know what those positions are, if you're curious, go back and find them and let me know if you tried them. Alright, on to the next thing. So I'm going to do a little Zodiac sex trait. That's sexuality trait. So it is... Scorpio is fascinated by the emotional dimension of sex and any sensual activities. Well, to Scorpio, just about everything has a sensual ingredient. The attraction, the lustfulness, and the passion bubbling under the surface are to Scorpio the true delights of sex. The physical act may be a way to reach this, but far from the only way. Boom. Bada boom. I'm going to read the entire thing because I'm a Scorpio. Alright, Scorpio is all about emotions. The more intense they are, the better for Scorpio. Others may not be aware of this because Scorpio tends to keep them inside, but they're hidden from view. They are often seismic. I don't know if I said that word right. The key word for Scorpio is passion, but that's an emotion often misunderstood. 
Passion is a feeling so strong that it can't be expressed properly. It's like when you have such a turmoil inside that you have to put a lid on it. You whisper inside <clears throat> instead of scream. You tiptoe instead of rushing ahead. Passion is on the verge of explosion, which has a deceitful calm about it. Deceitful calm about it. Scorpio has a unique way of treating this inner turmoil by letting others express it. So Scorpio tends to create tension, unease, waves of emotion in others who don't realize the source of them. In that way, Scorpio is like a catalyst, initiating a reaction but not being affected by it, at least not visibly. Of course, this leads to an exciting sex life. Since sexuality is mostly about feelings and emotional experience, Scorpio wants to experiment and to raise the ante. Gladly kinky, but that's not enough for long. Whatever intensifies the act and how it affects the partner or partners. For the partners, it can be frustrating with this roller coaster of emotions when Scorpio doesn't seem to be on the ride. But that's not true. Scorpio's there and feels it all deep inside. So weird. Even if very little might show on the surface, there's an internal thunderstorm with lightning and everything. Look deep into a Scorpio's eyes and you see glimpses of it. Listen to Scorpio's heartbeat and breathing, and you can hear the echo of it. Well, that was pretty intense. Well, now you just uh, got a little glimpse into my sexual trait, because that's pretty fucking accurate. Alright, I'm going to plug some shows which are obviously still coming up. Friday, June 18th, Marquee. Authority Zero, Ollie Ollie Oxen Free Record Release Show with Miles Nowhere and Mad Dog Tannen. And then Friday, June 25th at the Yucca, there's going to be the TV Tragedy album release show, and their album is called The Fall. And they're going to be having the Line Cutters, Birth of Monsters, and Squared. So you don't want to miss those. Um, I'm sure there's going to be other shows coming up. I'm just still going off of previous podcasts, so forgive me. Also, uh, uh, Squared and TV Tragedy are actually going up to Lake Havasu, and they're going to be playing a show over there. So let's give them a great hurrah and applause. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking awesome, Lake Havasu. All right, so... I think I'm going to end this fucking show with a Miles to Nowhere song Um, because I fucking love their music and I have ever since I've met these mofos and first heard them play live. They uh, are very mesmerizing for me. I mean, I don't know about for everybody, but for me, they are. So here is a little Miles to Nowhere. Before I introduce the song, though, um, I'm going to read this little thing off of Bandcamp. And it is for Miles to Nowhere. So obviously you can go and it's milestonowhere.bandcamp.com. So listen up. This is a little bio, mini bio. Miles to Nowhere is a catchy pop-punk trio hailing from Phoenix, Arizona. 
They are not influenced by any other bands as much as they are influenced and inspired by life itself to create music and share it with you. Kristen, Katie, and Rich are sure to make you move. Boom. Alright, also they have a thing called Carter Drive Sessions on YouTube. You can also find them on Facebook. They also have merch from Chaos Merch and it's www.chaosmerch.com. So check it out. Support your local motherfuckers. And here we go. This is Gun by Miles to Nowhere. Went downtown and I bought you a gun. 